Hi there. I'm Lauren Farriker, and I'm the host of the Woof Life Show podcast. Woof, it means welcome. We're so excited to have you here. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, we're created for dog lovers by this dog lover. We are chatting about issues related to dog owners and also taking on the issues facing uh, adoption and rescue dogs and advocating for considering adoption whenever possible to help support the homeless dog population and decreasing the overall U.S. euthanasia rates. That's our mission here at the Wolf Life Show. We're so excited to have you join us. Today, I'm so thrilled, honored, excited, elated, all of those words, to share my interview with Henry Friedman, who is talking about his A, super viral Instagram dog sensation, Finn, and talking about their story and the journey of how they found each other and what that's kind of meant within Henry's life. I I really love this story. Um, Henry is a part of Team Doggist, and through those connections and an incredible twist of fate, he found his perfect mate in a dog from Puerto Rico who was born in a bush and we chat all about that story and every piece of kismet fate and everything that led them led them to each other I'm so excited this is one of the my favorite adoption stories that I've heard and I'm so excited to share my conversation with Henry talking about Finn, and uh, I hope that you enjoy this conversation. If I could take a moment and ask you to please rate, subscribe, and share with your pooch-loving friends, you can find us on social media at The Wolf Life Show, and you can follow uh, our blog at Wolf Republic. It's a resource for modern dog owners. We're so excited that you tuned in. Here's my conversation with Henry. So do you want to tell me about how Finn kind of came, he kind of seemed to have charged into your life and, which I love because I think that dogs do that, but I think that the story of how you two found each other is pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I always, uh, you know, I'm not really like a meant to be kind of person, but, uh, the story of how Finn came into my life certainly has changed that. It certainly feels that way. So 
basically, um, I bought a van. I, well, I, I lived in New York City for about seven years, and then I wanted to change my life, okay. uh, shake it up a little bit, do something different, just try something, do an experiment, right? So okay. So I, I ended up getting uh, getting a van uh, and setting out, um, and I was completely by myself, solo, for about six months. And then my brother, who runs the Doggist, yep. um, called me and asked me if I could help him um, with a project where, you know, we, uh, you know, for the Sato project, we, where we're, the plan was to drive a dog, Finn, across the country um, and then, you know, basically deliver the dog to uh, his, his, his forever home at the end of it. Um, and at the time, obviously, I had nothing on my calendar, so cause I, you know, I was, I was like completely broke at the time. And I, and when he when he had called, I was actually on my way back uh, to the East Coast. Uh, you know, it was like wedding season, but I was also going back to try to find some part time job, literally anything to make living in a van sustainable for myself, right? Because at the time, I was just like you know, living very, very small, cheap, like just trying to stretch it, stretch the savings I had to make it work. Yeah. But uh, that was, that was about to be over with. Uh, so I, when I got this call, I was like, oh yeah, sure. I, you know, that's like, I get to road trip across the country with my brother with a dog. This is great. <laughs> and at the time I, I, I had already been, um, you know, look, looking to rescue a dog. Myself. Okay. I'd stopped at a couple of shelters as during my travels, but uh, you know, it just, it, 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 you know, nothing really jumped out at me. Uh, maybe it was the timing of it all. Um, just like my, my financial situation, all that stuff. Yeah. That maybe wasn't exactly the right time. Uh, anyways, so my job on the rescue ride was to basically just take care of Finn, right? Well, cause the rescue ride, we were stopping at shelters along the way. My brother needed to have the ability to photograph adoptable dogs. Okay. You can't really do that if you have a dog right behind you, right? So yeah. My job is to take care of Finn. Um, and from the beginning, Finn was spoken for, right? Yes, by your and aunt, correct? Yes, yes, by my aunt. <laughs> uh, and and so, you know, basically, it was it was like a it, it, it was an interesting situation because, you know, Finn was I I, I had to try to like. Keep, keep an emotional wall up, not to get too attached to Finn. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, he, I was about to just give him away, right? And so, uh, basically, that didn't work out with my aunt. Uh, she had her own dog, and um, she didn't think that it was going to work out with Finn. Uh, and so, basically, my brother was like, all right, well, I guess uh, our aunt is out. Um you know, like, I guess we're, we're looking for another family for the dog. We need to find another family. And I never, like, I didn't initially put myself in the in the ring as far as, like, you know, someone who might be able to keep him. So people were looking for another family. But then as the road trip continued, you know, I was getting closer and closer to Finn. Uh, and then just, like, one of, these, one of the days I was just like, you know, uh, if he's still available, I'd actually – I think I'd like to keep him. <laughs> I think I'd like to, to keep Finn. And um, and so, basically, they were like, okay, he's yours. He's yours if you want him. And so I took him. And then uh, when we got back, 
to the East Coast, um, my brother, uh, the morning of the announcement, my brother was like, all right, Henry, we're about to announce that you're keeping him. What do you want us to say? And I was like, you know, this is, you have to keep in mind that like before Finn, I, you know, I had a personal Instagram, but it was like, it was like private. Yeah. You know, I didn't post that much. This is not really part of my plan was to like run an Instagram dog account. <laughs> um, and so I was like, yeah, just, just say the hen dog's keeping him. Like, like what? You know, and, and my brother, you know, who's very in the dog world was like, dude, no one gives <laughs> a to. Okay. It's about Finn. Okay. And, and I'm like, uh-huh. so, um, so then that morning, the morning of the announcement, we, um, created the account keeping Finn. Oh and, my gosh. Yeah. And, uh, you know, basically the announcement was made and nobody anticipated how like the, the love, you know, how much people had fallen in love with Finn on this rescue ride. Yeah. And the account just totally took off overnight. Um, into something that was like, you know, see, very significant. So, and I was like, you know, kind of in shock. I'm like, great. Well, I just went from a private person, someone who didn't really post on Instagram to now, like, everyone knows my name. People are following my personal account. Like, people are like commenting oh. on all these pictures. And I'm just like, wow, like a slight state of shock, but also just excitement. I mean, yeah. if you think about the, the lifestyle of living in a van, I mean, I think that that was also part of it that, you know, like, like the whole story of how it, it was, of, of how he came to be mine and then like the lifestyle that I'm living kind of adds to the whole, the full picture yeah. of why it turned out to be good. But, um, yeah, I think that that, like the fact that it was very unplanned and, you know, I'm not, I don't identify really as like someone who was ever trying to be on Instagram. I think that that kind of like, uh, adds to the whole, uh, or has, has really helped me in like, you know, doing the, the whole Instagram thing, right? Like none of my, none of my edges have been rounded off yeah. from like Instagram and, and posting all the time and stuff like that. Right. And like very quickly, you know, basically I never took myself too seriously. And then very quickly people are like, what is that voice you're saying? Right. And it's just like, that's my dog voice. <laughs> it's like, so like those little things, those little those little characteristics uh, that I didn't really think about or anticipate, right, just kind of came out in the beginning of the account and uh, has really added to the full, the full keeping Finn experience. <laughs> yeah, completely. And I would also yeah. guess that him, because Finn had quite an incredible story in terms of his rescue and doing research for talking to you. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about that because I also think that there must be, I even feel like I'm going to be talking to the Sato project in a couple of weeks, but I think there's an elusiveness and almost something that it's harder to connect with the Puerto Rico dog. So I'm wondering if Finn had a part of that allure other than him being like, he's just a studly nugget. Let's just be honest. Like he's really yeah. cute. Yeah, yeah, he's incredibly handsome for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, um, you know, this is not really my world before. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, to be completely honest, I just, I didn't follow that many dog accounts on Instagram uh, before Finn. You know, obviously, I followed my brother, and my brother has been in like 
very much in this world for, you know, over six years. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, along the trip, I mean, I'm sure my brother the whole time was like, man, it would be pretty cool if you kept him, right? <laughs> and he was kind of like, he was kind of telling me about this, about the Sato dogs and how they are, that, that they are a special dog. Like, like they're like, they're kind of their own breed, right? Like, yeah. like they're on an island. And so they have their, their own, like their own population sort of grows wild inside of that island, right? Sort of isolated from the rest of the dog world, right? And, and they're smart. They are resourceful, um, you know, they're, and they're just, you know, healthy dogs. They're and very so, durable. Uh, I've heard, not yeah, to, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but I've heard some people doing the embark test on their Sato dogs and a, like no, no hereditary issues because the gene pool is so mixed, <laughs> if that makes yeah, any sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. The their the biodiversity yes. sort of weeds out all of those hereditary problems that many dogs have. So, yeah, and then you know, just like my brother kept saying, like you know, uh, like you know, like Finn is a real is an actual designer dog, right? You know, it's like not not the doodle, right? Like yeah. Finn is the designer dog. He's He's the one of one. Like he's a special dog, right? <laughs> like, and, and you're no one. You, you'll never see another Finn. He has like a, a very special look. And so, you know, <laughs> the more I looked into it, you know, the more I bonded with Finn. All of that became very clear. Yeah. And uh, it was just like he just, you know, he, he, so you know, it's been almost two years now. Wow. He's definitely the perfect has you know the perfect dog for me. I mean. It's, uh, in terms of like our lifestyle, his uh, ability to be flexible and he's incredibly athletic and smart, and uh, he, he fit right into what I was doing. Yeah. And you also you also have to keep in mind that like, ready? You know, I was able to foster Finn for about like a month, and fostering foster him in a road trip situation, right? I mean, I live on the road, so being able to wow. foster a dog while driving across the country, like I was able to, I was able to like check all the boxes. Like, wow, he's amazing. He's a great traveler. He's, uh, he's curious. He, he, he's, he was incredibly socialized during that trip. Yeah. Um, new smells, new dogs, you know, new environments. It's just, uh, I was able, like, I was able to basically picture him, imagine him in my life during that trip. And, you know, which would have been a very different experience if if it was like a normal fostering situation where he was like living like at a house with me, right? Like, yeah, completely, completely. It so kind that, of yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's it's that also kind of plays into the whole like it was like meant to be, right? Like if I didn't, if I wasn't able to foster him in those circumstances for that long, you know, like I would not have. You know, like that, that's what really gave me the confidence to be like, you like, you know, I can, I can take care of this dog. He's going to love his life. This is, this is a good fit. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that, that, that's another element of the whole, uh, rescue ride that I'm, I was very fortunate to be able to, <laughs> to have is that, that, that road trip, you know, sort of. Test, uh, test drive. I got to test drive. Yeah, you totally did get to test drive him because uh, yeah. 
it's it's so different than um I know that you uh you guys hung out recently with Andrew Muse um and yeah. when he got kicker I know that he you know in talking to him he was pretty apprehensive because how can you judge a puppy that's going to be ready for kind of taking on all of those lifestyle components and just meeting it for a few hours and so it's I I, I kind of love that you fell into this in such an accidental kismet way that it yeah. just was so natural. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think that there, there, like, like there was that just organic uh, transition into his, the, his, you know, the next part of his life, and and also just the organic nature of how the whole story unfolded. Um, it just made the whole the whole thing that much better. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and obviously, like, I wasn't, <laughs> I, I truly wasn't trying to, like, create an Instagram dog account, but, you know, th- you know, it's like, I was, but then it happened, and, you know, I find myself, like, I was literally on my way back to the East Coast to try to find some kind of job, and then Finn came in to the rescue, right, and, like, and, like, totally created a, you know, like the dream gig, the dream job. Everyone who lives <laughs> in a van on the road is trying to create an Instagram account, like you know, do something like that. Yeah. And the best part about, and the best part about it is, it's it's about is that it's about my dog, right? Like, you know, I don't have, I don't think I would be able to like, like take pictures of just myself, like you know, and do that whole van life <laughs> Instagram thing. That's not really part of my identity you know there's like a lot of vanity in that and dogs don't have vanity you yeah know, dogs are every picture the dog takes there's honesty in it right you, there's there's they're in their own moment and they don't they don't even know that that you're taking a picture i mean yeah and so it's uh so it's it's he really created like the perfect uh you know gig for me i mean it was a total <laughs> Like, you know, it's kind of cliche, but people always say, like, oh, who rescued who, right? But it's like, <laughs> in, this, in, in this situation here, uh, it's like, like, it's, it's insanely mutual. Yeah. And I think that, I think that I, um, I try to treat him that way, that he's not, you know, like, uh, someone once asked me, like, if, if, uh, if, if I, if, if I think that Finn thinks of me as his father, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, sometimes I act like his father, but really I think he thinks of me as his partner, right? Like, yeah. As his, like, as his, like, uh, you know, as a total partner, as, like, a, a buddy, like, you know, and I think that that's sort of reflected in the fact that it's, like, you know, it's, our experience is very mutual. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Completely. And I, I also think that that's part of the reason that I am so obsessed with your account is that, I can tell the relationship that you guys have immediately because it, you guys just seem like partners in crime in life. Like you're just going through this experience together and kind of growing together, which I think is so beautiful. Uh, and, and I love that. Yeah, no, totally true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, having, having a dog while you're traveling is, well, first of all, like the whole van life thing for me, I've always thought of as like an experiment, right? Like, yeah, 
you know, this could be good. It could be bad. You know, we're going to, we're going to try it, uh, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, Ben enters the picture and all of a sudden, I mean, it just becomes so much more sustainable. You know, he's helped me so much, like traveling from place to place, meeting new people. I mean, if I didn't have Finn, I, I don't know how much longer, I mean, if I'd still be on the road right now, right. I'd yeah. probably maybe be back in New York city, uh, interviewing for, jobs in like my old industry yeah and and uh you know at this point right now now that i do have been it's like the thought of that really scares me so uh yeah i mean it's it's pretty amazing it's um it's very very funny and i'm i'm gonna go a little emo on this so if you could indulge me but i've talked to a couple of people and i actually very I mean, obviously not a rescue ride or anything like that, but very accidentally adopted my girl Pixie and just kind of fell in my lap. And I think that she's been the catalyst for like being a muse in some ways, but I, I don't think of her as like my daughter. I just think she is just my soulmate in a different way. Like I'm happily married with my husband and He's great, but Pixie is my soulmate, which is so weird to say. <laughs> um, and I've talked to a couple of other people on the show that they have met their soulmate and it's kind of led them to their purpose in life, which otherwise never would have emerged to them. And it kind of seems like you fall into that vein with Finn. For sure. Absolutely. I mean, um, I think, I think. I think dogs bring out the best parts of you, right? Like your sense of humor, like all of like, like the best characteristics of like humanity, right? Like your sense of humor, love, companionship, right? And, and, uh, and, and caring for something other than yourself. Right. And, and, uh, when a dog can, can activate those, those, those things in you, it, it can totally change change you as a person and, you know, change your, you know, your objectives in life, right? Like, uh, you know, it's like the the amount that Finn has changed my life, the amount of love I received from Finn, you know, it's like, it's totally inspired me to, to, and also just how fortunate my situation was, you know, it's like, I feel like this, you know, more kind of like a duty to, uh, to, to give back and, and, um, and really try to uh, save more dogs and and help people, right? Because Finn has helped yeah. me so much. So it's for sure. I mean, Finn has changed totally changed the course um, of my life. Yeah, it's um, it's very very powerful when they sneakily kind of do that. I think that what I've talked to other guests about is that I think that. You know, I see other dog owners that I know that they're not as connected with their pet, but I think that it's like a radio frequency that when you two are tuned in to the right dial, like, it just works. And if you kind of listen to each other, then you both will live a better life. And I also think with rescues, there's an element of gratitude that kind of goes into that because a lot of times they've seen not the best situation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely for sure that's you know uh you know if if you keep their bellies bellies full and show them love i mean they they return all that back to you a hundredfold uh you know in gratitude and just like 
you know, I mean, Finland's born in a bush, Puerto yeah. Rico. You know, the, do- the dogs there have, like, a life expectancy of normally about two years, right? Finn's almost two. So, yeah. Uh, you know, and now he's, you know, living the best life. He's never peed in the same place more than once. He's, he's, meeting, <laughs> he's met thousands, thousands of dogs. You know, we do meetups around the country. And, uh, you know, everyone shows up, they, they're, they all know his name. So, you know, imagine a bunch of strangers showing up and being like, Finn, Finn, right? And he's like, you know my name. You, you, you know who I am? It's like, I don't know, it feels like a, feels like a gift every time I, uh, we do a meetup. It's just like Finn's having the best day of his life, you know, it's just like all that. Special. That's pretty awesome. How does it feel to be the human behind Finn? Because obviously, like you guys are buddies, but he's he's truly the star of the show. So that has to be fun to kind of see that and watch people kind of experience and get to meet him because they probably feel so connected in following you guys on social media and all of your adventures. Yeah, I mean. The, the other funny part is that um, when I was introduced to this project and when I met Finn, his name was already Finn. So there, you know, the naming the naming bracket had already started, and I was late to that whole thing. So there are people who've known him longer than I have, right? And you know, so many people, uh, you know, who who are part of his naming, right? They feel like a special connection to him, right? Like they're like they're his dog as well. Yeah, and. Um, and I try to treat it that way, you know, it's like, it's, I feel it's a privilege, I guess, to share him with, um, all these people and, you know, show the amazing life that he gets to live. So like, I don't know, for me, uh, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, I'm so much happier being his sidekick, right? Like if I, like, like, for example, when we go to, uh, when we do meetups, I found that doing them at breweries is really the best situation because the dogs have to be on a leash, right? Yeah. So it's like, versus like at a dog park when the dogs are all off leash, then everyone circles around me and starts asking me questions. And I'm like, you guys aren't really here to talk to me. Come on. <laughs> like, you know, and it's like so much attention right on me. And like, that's not really, you know, that's, I'm not really good at, at in those situations. Right. So, yeah. uh, Finn is, Finn, it, I'm I'm very happy that Finn is the star of the show, and I, uh, you know, he's my boss in many ways, right? Like I'm just his <laughs> photographer, and 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 I'm his uh, I'm his driver, you know, and I'm his uh, agent. Right? Yeah, you're like, like the assistant that's very powerful. Like it's yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly, yeah, and it's it's better. That, it's honestly just so much better that way, right? It's like uh, it, the account is more honest. Yeah. Because of that, yeah. I mean, so in all of your adventures, I I obviously have a few of my favorite photos of yours, but tell me about some of your favorite places that you guys have been and uh, what that kind of experience has been like. And then I do want to ask a couple of questions because after talking to Andrew, he he taught me a lot about the van culture, so I just want to hear about your setup and how all of that that works because it's. I'm curious. I could never do it, so I greatly admire you. But it sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it, it is very fun. Wait, so wait, what, what was the first one? I'm favorite places you guys have visited. Um, okay. Uh, favorite places, I would say, um, so far, it would have to be the, okay, you have to keep in mind that, like, basically the way that we travel the country. Yeah. Um, is based on just, like, seasonality, right? Like, I don't have a heater in the van, so it's, like, uh, and also, like, you know, if you're down south in the summer, it's just way too hot to be in a van. It's yeah. It's uncomfortable for me and for the dog. So we kind of do this, like, seasonal loop around the country. So, uh, you know, so if, I would say my favorite place is probably so far has, has been, like, the Seattle area. Okay. You got know, it. It's got the it's incredibly dog friendly. It's got the ocean. It's got incredibly vast mountain range, and you know when you're in the Pacific Northwest during the summertime, the sun sets at like ten o'clock. So you can just have these epic, epic long days in the mountains. Yep. And, um, and it's just it's so amazing. So uh, I would say the, the Pacific Northwest during the summertime. Uh, Canada was. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, definitely going to be spending more time there next summer. Yep. Uh, it's just, it's absolutely beautiful. There's, you know, the it feels like, like, like the mountain range. It's like the New York of the mountain ranges. Oh, right? it like, completely it, is. It has, like Banff. Yeah. yeah. This, oh God. Yeah. Yeah. It has this. It has this like verticalness to it all, right? Uh, and it's like stunning skyscraper feeling when you look at these mountains that just gives you this all and inspiration and it just makes you feel like oh i want to climb that then <laughs> we're climbing that right so it's like so that um uh and then also just like you know the the wildlife in canada is like way more real and wild right it's like which is kind of freaky to be completely honest yeah. but also pretty uh pretty amazing Right, just to see, you know, these wild animals like in their habitats, and you know, just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's the whole the whole experience is very feels different than anything in the in the U.S. Well, it's and you're from the East Coast, so I mean, right. the whole yeah. concept of like a grizzly bear, like grizzly bears scare <laughs> me. Black bears don't, um, but I'm right. from Seattle, so like. I grew up kind of about, I would say, 45 minutes to an hour east of Seattle. So kind of Snoqualmie Pass. I don't know if you guys went near there, but, um, yeah, I love uh, Finn's photo at Cary Park. It's, like, one of my favorite dog photos I've ever seen. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love it. I love that. Oh, yeah, 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 the one with the skyline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. When I took that picture, I knew it was gonna. It was gold. I was like, wow, this is lighting is <laughs> also, and also, yeah. Also, the 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 Pacific Northwest, uh, from a photography perspective, you know, it has a lot of cloud cover, which just makes pictures way more stunning. Yeah, like, like the lighting is better versus like a very, you know, when you're in the desert, uh, the light is just very direct and harsh, and you know, pictures that you take during the middle of the day, you, you kind of got to get lucky. Right. Got it. <laughs> or got else it. You, you just got to do morning or sunset. Yeah. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, your Banff photos, because Banff is 
probably one of the greatest places on earth um are incredible as well and did you guys go to whistler when you were in canada yes yeah okay. yeah we uh yeah, we did go through there. Nice. We didn't spend too much time there, but just because it was, you know, t- towns, towns like, you know, first of all, Canada during the summer is like peak tourist uh, area, right? Yep. And a place like Whistler, it's, it's kind of a small town. Parking is really a pain in the butt there Yep. Uh, during the summer. So we spent about two days there, but then just kept going. Got it. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, it's, I mean, so let's talk about what you guys are doing with Finn to the Rescue, because I think that it's such an interesting and unique interpretation of helping rescue dogs. And I want to kind of hear about how that's evolved, because in, in a funny way, I feel like your Puerto Rico dog that was born in a bush has just kind of taken on this life of helping rescue dogs all over the u.s which is just so powerful and i love yeah yeah so uh it it basically it it started with like you know there's like two sort of folds to how it kind of began right on one hand people were telling me you know from like you know uh how, how like they were saying henry you should start a patreon right Okay. Like, like in the tradi- in like a traditional sense of like how people use Patreon, right? Like where people can support you for what you're doing, right? And then, um, so that was like on one. That was like the first part, and then the second part was, um, you know, I like to make this lifestyle more sustainable in general, like climbing mountains and just like do you know just doing whatever you want every day isn't enough. Right. Yeah. You need to create purpose with a feeling of purpose with what you're doing. Um, otherwise, it just feels very self-indulgent. Like, oh, Finn, that's a nice mountain. You want to climb that today and take nice pictures? It's like, <laughs> it's like that. That gets old, right? And you need it, you need to create meaning and purpose with what you're doing. Otherwise, it it starts to feel empty and like you know. And plus, like you know, I have this platform. Like I should. Like, you know, there's just that, that feeling that, like, I, I should be doing more. Yeah. Um, granted, you know, it, it had only been about a year uh, where, you know, I was just trying to get my, my get used to the lifestyle with a dog. And then, you know, so anyways, as, so to go to the first part about Patreon, I felt, I always felt that, like, asking, like, fans for money <laughs> Never felt good to me. I yeah, mean, it I'm, feels. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm living this very charmed lifestyle right now. This very. I'm like. I'm very lucky to be here. Why would like? I'm like living in a van. I'm traveling. I'm doing all this cool stuff. By the way, can I have money every single month? Like that just that doesn't feel good, right? It didn't feel right. So uh, I basically just kind of stared at that, stared at it for a while, um, and thought like, oh well maybe we'll donate 90% of it to charity, right? But even then, it's, like, 90%. Okay, so, like, what, like, like, okay, I still have to explain to people. And then, and then all of a sudden, you realize that once you go from 90% to 100% of, of everything goes to charity, all of a sudden, everything changes. All of a sudden, it feels good. Yeah. And, 
and 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 the, the traveling element of it is unique and special. Uh, you know, the fact that it's um, like the other part of it was like, you know, I, I kind of felt like one thing I could have been doing along the way was just stopping at shelters and 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 taking photos of adoptable dogs. But but I wanted to do something that was like was different and cool. So like using Patreon and flipping it and donating all of it, uh, you know, and having people like see exactly where their money's going and yeah. like, you know, go, go stopping at underrepresented shelters that are doing excellent work. And there's so many of them, right? Like, yeah. you know, we, we were, we, we were, when we were in Utah, right? Like, yeah, I could have stopped at best friend society. Right. And everyone would have known and all that stuff. But like, that's a drop in the bucket for like, they don't need our money at best friends. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a great organization, but like, you know, I'd rather stop at like the sh- the rescue that does work with like red dogs, you know, yeah. in like the Midwest and like kind of tell that story. Uh, and, you know, giving them a donation of $5,000, right. Is that's huge. That's huge for them. Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, it just, you know, the more you sort of think about, about, you know, the idea and keeping it simple, right, and, you know, just, like, the simpler the idea normally is, the be- it, you know, it's better, right, so, I don't know, it just, it just, it, it's ev- it evolved for a while in my head, and then I was just like, you know, I need to make the announcement, I'm, I'm doing this, and uh, it just, it's, it's, it's changed the feeling of traveling, of, of, of what we're doing right now, right, it's like, yeah. now I know that, like, we, like, everywhere we go, we're helping dogs. We're helping, you know, the dog rescue community, uh, and in turn, you know, we're helping families and people like find that connection with the dog that you know might change their life as well. So yeah, it's it's it just feels like one of those undeniably good things. Um, completely, completely. I'm very proud of. Yeah, it's it's also because I I completely agree, and um, I I think that. I've kind of struggled to find my own voice in terms of how I'm going to kind of put myself behind rescue because I think that there's, there's, I hate to say it this way, but there's almost sellout ways that you can do it where you're just like, I don't know, that's not the most authentic. And you guys have this very authentic platform. So I love that you kind of thought about it and took that diligence and are highlighting smaller groups that are struggling like that's a much bigger fish in a smaller pond when you're making those donations because they're so limited and strapped for resources yeah absolutely yeah so the impact we're making is way way bigger and that's you know ultimately the goal is to have the biggest impact in the rescue community and and really spotlight organizations that are that are that are different and are doing excellent work right and um and you know within the rescue community there's like the people behind like these organizations are such hustlers they care so much and it's so amazing to meet these people and talk to them because i mean so many of them are volunteers and they they've been doing it for years and they just love they're so passionate about about what they're doing and it's special to meet people like that right yeah especially in the dog world it's like a very 
it's a very uh it's a treat like i can't just like whenever i'm doing these things i just i'm just asking them so many questions right and i'm just trying to trying to uh soak it all in right because they you know when you meet people like that you just you can't help yourself it's just they're 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 they care so much and they're they love what they do yeah and they don't do it for you know the money they do it for the, the love of dogs right it's like it's amazing yeah it's I, it's always struck me that they are and i've met a couple um the san bernardino shelter like it's not in the best situation um but they're the best of humanity they care so much and so i think lending your platform to showing people that are doing that work is just so important because I think a lot of times they can live. I mean, they're not in a bigger city. They're not on a coast. Most times they're just doing their work because it's what they believe in. And I think that that can be a little bit of a tough cycle because they're not getting the attention that they should. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And like, you know, if you are, if you're, you know, if you, if you're a person who wants to support rescue, um, you know, they, they want to make those donations, right? It's like, it's, it's not easy. Like, like basically, you know, the top search results, like, you know, the, the, you're, that you're going to find are like places like best friend society and they get such big donations from like corporations from brands and things like that. It's like, and you just don't, you just, you just don't, it doesn't always feel like, like, like your donation is making a big impact and so by focusing and spotlighting smaller places that are you know that people may not know about or you know know the kind of programs they're doing like whether it's rehabilitation or res dogs or uh you know all that stuff it's uh it 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 feels pretty good yeah to give those people the spotlight completely so I've I've asked a question of rescue advocates, and I think that we could call you a rescue advocate because you're traveling around the U.S. advocating for rescue. I'm um, so the question that I ask is, you and I both know those Sarah McLaughlin ads, um, that the in the arms of the angel or uh, whatever that song is that are very tough yeah. to look at. I'm. Um, right. What are your thoughts in? whether that helps or hurts the cause of rescue dogs? Um, interesting question. Uh, I mean, I think it, I think like the target audience for someone like for an ad like that is someone who is probably like, you know, a vegan <laughs> who like you know like like when they see that like they're they get very emotional and they want to uh and they want to just do whatever they can to help right but yeah doing it more in a i think messaging in more of a positive way of like look at how this like look at how much finn has changed my life right or you know like that just like doing it by example sort of like yeah. look at what this dog these dogs can do i think has a broader appeal and and you know it's less it's uh it's pulling it's not pulling at, at, at like your guilt strings really it's pulling at your like pos- like the possibility strings in your brain right it's like yeah. wow this this could be you know this this could change my life like this bond like you know what i mean so uh 
I think it it has its place. I mean, those those that those kinds of ads are, I mean, they do them for you know human causes, dog causes, and I'm sure they are effective, um, just because they're so widely used. But yeah. I think there's 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 there are other ways to do it that you know that can inspire that that can inspire versus uh, um, you know sort of make you make you upset, you know, and Completely. drive action that way. Yeah. yeah. I think that what the, and I feel like this is the thesis of my podcast, um, because I just think it doesn't show that transformation and the connection and kind of that action based. I think it makes you feel slightly defeated. Uh, and I yeah. think that if you even thought about Finn and just kind of looking at the data points and if Finn was made into a commercial, someone could feel helpless and think that that dog couldn't be as assimilated into regular life because it was born into a, like born in a bush um, from a stray. And I just think that dogs are so resilient that it misses, it misses the mark so completely. I believe in the cause and obviously I don't want animal cruelty, but I just don't think that it, shows the entire picture in my opinion oh for sure for sure i mean um have you ever have you followed uh do you know the account trails and bears uh no i will follow it i'm writing that down right now oh my god yeah trails and bears you should definitely reach out to her she um she i we did a whole collab with her when we were in canada she's based out of canmore oh cool um and Basically, what she does with her platform is she, um, you know, takes these dogs that are that, that need to be adopted, and rather than like, uh, you know, photographing them in their kennels with those like you know sad kind of like eyes, like get me out of here, <laughs> she she basically takes them, um, you know, these these dogs out for a big adventure, right? Whether oh. it be on a canoe or hiking a mountain. Um, and so all the dogs that are on her feed are adoptable, right? And she's meeting them for the first time. And, you know, she, she, she gets the dog, she takes them out for like, for like, you know, best day ever. Right. Oh, I and love this woman. To, yeah. She's, she is amazing. And, uh, you basically get to see dogs like, you know, it, it just, it allows you to imagine, actually having this dog right yeah versus being like oh i don't want you know this dog is may not be a good fit you know he looks like he's got some baggage or whatever and she's very honest about, very honest and cheeky and funny about <laughs> describing the dog um you know and and all that stuff uh but yeah the work she does is is pretty amazing uh i've met her she's very cool um yeah very, very popular Okay, I will check that out. Um, Yeah, definitely reach out to her. Tell her that I sent you. (laughs) I definitely will. (laughs) Um, I've been sent by the powerful Finn. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, So tell me about what you guys are doing uh, with going to Puerto Rico. I... That's that's a very, very cool full circle moment. um, Yeah. For you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's... We're, um, well, you know, there's like a, 
when we uh, first got Finn and we were back on the East Coast, we did a whole family reunion thing, right? Where it's like we got we brought Finn to see his mother and all of his siblings, and that was so special, right? Like as a rescue dog, you don't always get to go full. T- you, you know, you don't. They never see their family again. You, yeah. you don't even know who their family is most of the time. So that was a special moment, and so the whole idea of going back to Puerto Rico is like this is like another edition of like of sort of completing Finn's his full full circle story right and so you know the plan you know we're going to go to uh we're going to meet the woman who actually rescued found them Yadira oh my Um, gosh and we're gonna we're gonna go uh visit the bush where they were found I'm thinking of uh I'm thinking of getting a like a a plaque engraved and just putting it in front of the bush (laughs) i that's (laughs) so great yeah just like random bush behind some field that like no one ever sees but there'll just be a plaque there or something like that uh and then you know we'll do a meetup uh in puerto rico i mean uh the the, uh chrissy beckles who's uh runs the sato project she says that he's like a a real star down there which i'm not surprised by uh and so that will be a very exciting meetup, right? I mean, I have no idea what to expect, but, like, part of me in my fantasy imagines, like, getting off the plane and, and there being, like, a motorcade there and <laughs> people just sort of like, big, 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 right? I'm just like, <laughs> you, put, you put a bulletproof vest on him, you know, like, <laughs> you look a real celebrity down there. I don't know, but, uh, yeah, it's very exciting. And then also they're, they're getting ready for a big uh, – um, um, a big uh, freedom flight where they're about to send, uh, you know, over a hundred dogs to uh, to the East Coast. That's um, so special. Families and uh, yeah. And the other thing about the Sato Project, and I mean, a lot of these rescues, which is so special and different, is that like they represent like the front line. I mean, they are soldiers. They are rescue soldiers. They are on the front line. Like. They, when they're driving down the street and they see a, a dog, they they go and they pick it up. They get you know get in the back of the car. You're coming with us, like yeah, like you know. And a lot of rescues, uh, you know, that's not how they really operate, right? Yeah. Like you know, they have like networks. They move dogs from places to places, or blah 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 blah. And the Sato Project is just like a group of incredibly. Uh, you know, passionate people who really care, and they're they're on the front lines doing the work. They're 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 taking dogs out of bushes. They're you know luring them into their cars, retreats. You know, they're really doing their best. And so, you know, in terms of so yeah, so we're gonna go down there, help out with their with the freedom flight, uh, do a uh, uh, a whole rescue thing on them, so they'll get 100% of the one of the monthly donations because normally we donate 90 percent to the to the rescue that we're visiting as yeah. we travel and then 10 percent always goes to the sato project yep so for this, this visit will be uh 100 percent and you know they'll get like almost five thousand dollars so um that's it just feels really incredible. good to be able to yeah it feels really good to be able to, to give back to them uh you know because they've given me so much obviously yeah. I mean, you, you, in a really funny way, this kismet experience has, the Sato project has 
you know, this celebrity dog who's a poster child for them in terms of how great that bond could be, but it's also changed your life. It's, it's a really, really special story. I'm just so in love with this. It's great. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate that. And yeah, it's, it's definitely true. It's, <laughs> I mean, it, and it all happened by accident, right? It's like, I find myself in this, like, you know, sort of representing this, like, this like beautiful story. I mean, and it is a beautiful story. It's just, uh, it's, it's, you know, with it comes, uh, you know, I feel comes a responsibility to, uh, to, you know, recognize all the, you know, rescue and all the great work that, that that's being done and saving dogs and pairing them with families and spreading love and yeah. all that stuff. So it's, uh, for sure. It's, it, it feels like a, feels pretty amazing to be able to do that yeah well it's it's just absolutely so special so how can people support your cause and everything that you are doing so that it sounds like they can support you on patreon yeah okay yeah patreon we're um one of the things we're about to change is so right now like the the you can donate ten dollars and twenty five dollars a month uh, we're about to drop that first tier down to five dollars. Um, oh, that's great! More accessible. Yeah, I mean, it's funny is that like when we first started, I was very fixated on the dollar amount. Like, man, it would be great. Like, you know, if one percent of every of every of all ten followers donated, we'd have like an insane amount of money, right? And I was just so focused on the money. But what I sort of forgot about is the importance like of the community right the Mm -hmm. size of the amount of you know so right now we have you know a little over 500 people who who participate but how great would it be if we had 2,000 people right like uh and and so so we're about to change that um so yeah so you can support us through patreon and uh and you can support us by following us commenting on our photos liking our <laughs> photos because uh i mean we support ourselves through uh, brand partnerships and so all of that all those uh metrics count as far as uh, <laughs> as far as you know our ability to make partnerships and all that stuff but yeah you that's, still that's, have that's, that's, that's... <laughs> sorry i was yeah. just gonna say you still have your marketing analyst brain that just makes me laugh <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> I mean that's that that's my background, so it's, yeah, uh, you know I, I do think about that stuff um, for sure. I mean, and 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 as far as like getting opportunities with brands and stuff like that, uh, that all that stuff really matters. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. it. Um, well, thank you so much for talking with us. I I just think that your story is pretty incredible, and Finn is so special in terms of what he's kind of given to you and how he's changed your life. It's, it's just very, very special of a story. So thank you for sharing it with us on the Wolf Life show. We appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. And, uh, I love all the, all the work that you do as well. And I've, you know, I've subscribed to your podcast. I've rated it. Oh, uh, you know, I've, I've reviewed it. It's, uh, so very, uh, 
keep up the good work. It's uh, and thanks for having us. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, um, and let us know if we can share out to help you get some donations for Puerto Rico. We would love to do that because we're big fans of the Sato Project. So let us know how we can support you with our community. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I uh, I, I really appreciate that. We'll, uh, we'll follow up with you on that. If you, okay. If you can think of anything good. Perfect. Well, thank you again, and uh, have a good one, and uh, enjoy all of your mountain climbing and everything, and give Finn a very, very <laughs> big hug and kiss for us. Okay, will do. Okay, thanks. Thanks for having us. Bye. All right, bye. How special was that interview with Henry hearing about how one Puerto Rico pup uh, born in a bush has changed the life of someone and just changed the trajectory of his life and how he is giving back with Finn to the rescue. If you want to support Henry and Finn, which I highly encourage Find them on Patreon. We are so excited, supportive of everything that they are doing. The rescue groups that they're helping are so worthy and uh, very small rescue groups giving a lot of work without a lot of resources. So we at Wolf Republic and the Wolf Life Show absolutely love what Finn and Henry are doing and we are excited to follow their adventures. If you don't follow them on social media, you can find them on uh, Keeping Finn. And thank you so much for listening to this very special episode of The Wolf Life Show. Thanks.